Hi everyone, my name is Steve Tudor and welcome to another Top 6 Special where we focus on the upper echelons of the Premier League and discuss who are the main contenders and what shape are they currently in. Joining us for each part are fans of the clubs in question for that crucial insider take. Joining me too, we have Howard as we concentrate our attentions on a club that have seemingly drifted away from the top four reckoning this past year weighed down by the baggage of not one but two highly emotive managers proving winners it was said of both in fact they were anything but now though with Ange Postacoglu at the helm Spurs can look forward to again being proactive and playing on the front foot to what extent will that improve them first up hello Howard how are you sir hello I'm okay thanks discussing my uh, most favorite team well, later a, most on, apathetic team in the world. You're about to find out how little I care about Spurs. Later on, we are talking to Martin Cloak, who is a very well respected Spurs supporter and writes books about them and is involved in all kinds of things behind the scenes at, at Spurs. Um, and he does say at one point, I mentioned about Arsenal and, and we're talking about rivalry, and he said, God. City fans really don't like Tottenham, do they? <laughs> and I was like, no, it's. <laughs> so I, I need to. Uh, I need to address what I just said. To be honest, <laughs> uh, no, it's just like I don't have. The, I don't. It's not like I don't hate them. Uh, it's just Spurs going to Spurs, and I really do feel that way. That they always have nothing to do with hatred at all. Mm. And of course, they'll, they'll still beat us next season, come what may, so uh, <laughs> however good they may be. I just True. never feel they're a threat to the title, even when Leicester were the, no, the I, alternative. No, I that. Yeah. It's just, a, I'm not saying yet, yeah, Spurs don't care about them, nothing small club, blah, blah, blah. Sound like some bell on AFTV. Uh, it's just <laughs> like, I never, you know, when we do the pre-season, I just don't, I never feel like, I just feel like they're going to mess up. I just feel like there was... A better, a better version of us in the past, basically. So that's what I meant by that comment, in a way. So, but that's the interesting now, thing. Now, who though. knows? Good yeah. manager, yeah. Uh, stadium, Harry Kane staying. Who knows? Maybe, maybe the the tide is turning. But we'll see. Well, apparently Kane has said that you know, unless it's resolved this weekend, he's staying at Spurs. Um, that'd be the wrong decision, wouldn't it? Wrong decision for Spurs? For the player. Blimey. I mean... Hey, I'm, if there's any Spurs fans listening, and, and if, if you take it, uh, offence well, to that, it's, I mean, it's Bayern Munich, and it's a chance for him to, to win silverware. It's, it's, it's B Munich. It's B Munich. And, and, and I know, it, it's Bayern it's, M. And this is Bayern M we're talking about, Steve. It's become it's the BM. most... It's become the most tired discussion in football. I know about yeah. you know how much it matters whether he becomes a record goal scorer in the Premier League I or wins silverware. But he he was he was on the cusp of moving to Bayern Munich, and it just made sense. And even Spurs fans had kind of resigned themselves to it happening. I, um, I, think I saw HLTCO, you know the, the yes. Palace fan we've had on, uh, who we really like, of course. Say, is his legacy better if he goes and wins? title sorry if i'm misquoting because i was just scrolling through twitter so i apologize i've got this wrong but anyway i'll say it not as his opinion but as a question to you steve uh, you know if he goes by munich he's winning the league which yeah. is not quite the case because Bruce dortmund had it in their hands on the last day of last season but they probably are and is his legacy much better if he goes and wins obvious trophies with Bayern munich do you see 
Does that make sense? Or well, well, you still would have won stuff, so... Here's the thing, this is where I land on Harry Kane. Why is it only Harry Kane who gets burdened with this need to have a fucking legacy? It's never mentioned about any other player. I mean... Go through the entire England squad. Who else is it mentioned of? It's just not. So why why does he always have to think of this supposed legacy of his anyway? Because he's one of the best strikers in world football. No, 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 no. Well, he is. He is. I'm not disputing that. But I'm not having it. this legacy stuff. He should just do what's best for his career. Well, exactly, yeah. I can't answer if is it the best move for... He wants to move. As as Stefan said, this... Bayern wouldn't have bid unless he wanted to move, and he wanted to move to City, and he does yeah. want to move, but he's not prepared to destroy his Spurs but legacy seriously, by going this... on strike or anything like that. So he's stuck in, I wouldn't say purgatory, but in limbo, basically. But yeah. I think it's terrible business by Daniel Levy. Uh, well, that, there's that too as well. Uh, absolutely. The money you could get for some. What what if they do like finish? I don't know sixth next year, right? Get to I'd, even if they win. Which you, they're not in any European competition, or are no, they? No. And they even if they win a domestic cup, so what was it worth turning down like whatever by eighty million pounds plus to get an extra year out of Harry Kane, who will surely just walk out on a free next year and no one can stop him? It doesn't make sense at this point to keep him there. But hey, what do I know? He'll be thirty-one by then, won't he? Maybe he'll end up signing a new contract after all this. Yeah. Mm. Uh, do a Bernardo Silva, so I, yeah, he's. It comes back to when you talk. We are talking about legacy or whether he should go. It comes back to me saying I don't care about Spurs. I only meant that in the respect of title contenders. That's what I was talking. Well, of about. course. I mean, we're talking top six special. We are. It's a top six discussion, and we're being a bit unfair on perhaps Brighton. Yeah, who? Yeah, because. We're mentioning two teams in this top six who weren't in the top six last season. Uh, but And I don't think the top six is really a thing anymore. It's far more fluid, which is a good thing, of course. You know, that we don't have this defined, like, number of teams that are always going to finish in that, and you'll take that top block of the Premier League. Hmm. But, yeah, I just, I think in the discussion we're about to have, I don't really think that much has changed with Spurs, and I don't. He'll score thirty goals, Harry Kane, and but nothing else will really change. I completely disagree with you. Um, I think that the, the managers they've had from you know Mourinho and Conte mm. was just stultifying, boring football, negative, conservative, no, just you know, playing five at the back and and very predictable, no creativity in in the centre of the park, and completely reliant on on Harry Kane scoring from the odd cross or two, which you know obviously he did because that's what he does for a living, but. Um, it's going to be completely changed under the Australian. It's going to be attacking football. They've brought in James Madison. They've secured mm. Kulisevsky on, on a permanent deal. Solomon is a really fascinating player. I mean, I've only seen glimpses of him at Fulham, and, but he just looks a really, really watchable player. Um, and so, yeah, and they've, they've even signed a striker as well, haven't they? The, um, the lad from Argentina, 19-year-old. Um, Vales, Vélez. So, Van de Ven? Oh, that's the defender, young defender they've got as well. So they're getting young players under a proven serial winner in Proskokoglu, who plays all-out attacking football, very watchable, uh, 4-2-3-1, go for it, high-pressing. Um, it'll be entertaining to watch for Spurs fans, finally, in the, that great stadium they've got. I think there's going to be a feel-good factor at Spurs, and I think that's going to take them higher than they've been in recent years. So... 
I, I, I think they're going to secure top six quite easily, put it that way. Okay. Yeah, I'm with you on the manager. Uh, was it Chris on that, in my drug-addled state, uh, <laughs> listening to the fine show, was it Chris Apakis who said, uh, was big yes. up? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we have... He might not have had the biggest jobs in... Slightly biased, though, wasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> he might not have had the biggest jobs, but when he goes somewhere, he wins stuff. This is yeah. a different level, of course, for Plastic Glue, but we will see. He, yeah. And I, my point is, who were they leapfrogging? Well, that's You could say they'll be yeah, better, yeah. yeah, definitely. But who were they overtaking? City, Arsenal, United, Liverpool... Newcastle, Chelsea. Oh, Newcastle and Chelsea for, for two. Uh, that's a right. possibility. You think they as, above a, them, yeah. as a possibility, absolutely, yeah. I don't think they'll finish above United or Arsenal or, or Liverpool or City. Um, so that's why, you know, if I was putting together a, a predicted team for this, uh, sorry, uh, table, I would put Spurs fifth. I think they could finish fifth. Um, top four possibly beyond them, but easily top six and I think they're going to be watchable as well I think if they're playing on a Saturday lunchtime you'll be thinking mm. yeah I'll, I'll watch them this Saturday yeah um, whereas in the last couple of years your heart would sink you think oh great what's a Saturday lunchtime kickoff oh for God's sake it's Spurs because you just knew exactly what kind of football that you'd be watching and how boring it was and so imagine what it's like for as Spurs fans I mean James Madison what, what's your views on James Madison yeah, he's a very good player but they spent 150 million. Well, I'll get to Madison. Don't worry, I'm not. Uh, I'm not avoiding your question yeah, yeah. like a politician, or maybe I am. Uh, <laughs> spent I, I, I want to be quite clear. <laughs> <laughs> quite clear. <laughs> the, the under Labour, <laughs> Spurs would finish tenth. Uh, they spent 150 million pounds, and I'm not sure how much forward they've moved. Now, obviously, tying down Kulusevski is brilliant business. They tied down power, of course, because he was alone at first, was he not? Yes. Van der Ved, look, he's a bit rash and he, he'll be next to Romero, but he's a classy player. Uh, but again, he's going to need time. And James Madison, great player, but at the end of the day, a player on the edge of the England squad and someone I didn't... I mean, a few City fans wanted him. You know, said he would have been a, a nice little addition yeah. for... For City, look, I think he's a cracky player. I just don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not saying it won't happen. I'm just not sure that they've really moved forward. No, fair enough. Even though, yes, I agree. They fans should be a bit happy that they're going to see some. They're going to see a, a manager who's great with the media, who's got proper ideals, and they will see some good football. And that's that's a that's good enough as a start, basically, to move in the right direction. But I'm yeah. not sure we'll see huge leaps forward yet to be honest. And, you know, someone like Richarlison, who, what, did he only score like one league goal or something? Yes. He might he might have that much bigger second season and with Son and Kane there and Kulosevsky and Madison. Yeah, that is, going forward, a young, exciting young striker, that's pretty useful, to be fair. Yeah, absolutely. But I still think they're, they're way off the pace of being, yeah, top six. I, I would say, I'd expected, obviously, an improvement from last season. But I just think it is so competitive above them and all those teams that we've discussed that they are trying to break through. Yeah, there's some, uh, quite a lot of competition there and I'm not sure, really, even if it, they play better and score more points, if they'll actually move that far up the table come next I, season. I, I next think season. to finish sixth or fifth, 
possibly even fourth as well, but that's a yes. slight exaggeration there. I think to do that these days, as long as you're a big club and you've got you know a quality squad, you just need to avoid crisis. Because I think every when we've seen this, we could go back 10 years and we'll find in each year, one and often two of the big clubs having a real stumble. So if that's going to be the case yeah. this year, right now we're looking at it and we've, I think we're both on the same page thinking that it's not going to happen to United, it's not going to happen to Arsenal, Chelsea might well improve, etc, etc. But one will have a stumble. Um, and I think if Spurs will keep it together and play you know, good quality, if, play on the front foot um, and just do as well as they can, then yeah, top six is easily within reach and possibly top four. But um, I think they're going to improve and I think it'll be a more of a feel-good factor around Spurs. And, and you know what? I, I neither like nor dislike Spurs, to be honest. I've always been quite in the middle about them. Mm. Um, but and they having... actually, why I didn't say I didn't care is because they actually frustrate the hell of me as a non-Spurs fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Does that, you know what I mean? They always yeah. seem to kick them, shoot themselves in the foot, basically. But seeing so. kind of Arsenal do so well last season and obviously we're both aware of what Arsenal fans are like online now, you do think... God, you know, they deserve to watch some good football Spurs. And I don't mean that patronising. I hope that doesn't sound patronising. Um, they deserve to watch good football, even if it's not successful football, just good football and go in the right direction again. And I think they will under Postacoglu. So, yeah, as I anyway. Said, as said on the Newcastle pod, fifth, the expanded Champions League next season means that fifth place goes on coefficients. Sixth place, six out of the last seven seasons... Uh, if those coefficients were used, fifth place at the end of this season coming up, will mean fifth place will get Champions League football. So yeah. they've got an extra chance now to. They don't have to get in the top four. It's probably top five. So that's a lot of opportunity for the teams that you know were outside that top four last season. Yeah. Um, let's see what Martin has to say. Um, very knowledgeable about Spurs, and very we're very appreciative of him giving us his time. Um, so over to you, Martin, and a familiar voice, i.e. me. Thanks for listening to the first 15 minutes of the show. To listen to the full podcast and all our content, including reviews, previews, analysis, quizzes, and much more, go to 9320.com to sign up now, or simply click the link in the description. So what are you waiting for? Go to 9320.com now for the best, most passionate, impartial coverage of Manchester City and beyond.